2: Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We thank you so much for joining us this rainy, rainy Saturday morning. Uh, We are in the studio today, and we're all here. The gang's all here. Me, Braden, Glenn, right there. Jonathan, right over there on his phone. Yes. And over there hiding in the dark, 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 dank corner is Bill George.
1: Already agitating.
2: Fresh back from his trip to Tallahassee and got Glenn's head all red he's got him he's got him a little fired up this morning so we'll we'll, we'll get to all that uh well, i business, don't see why uh, when, he
1: worries about the the deer quotas when he hadn't killed one hardly yet well what don't make boat? him
2: spit his coffee out now how I many you on, got hey. bill it's, it's all good see what do you now? got in
3: your cooler bill
2: <laughs> you're just getting aggravating because aggra- oh. if you got any
3: in your cooler i'm gonna leave before you
2: Here we can... <laughs> ding, your ding. cooler will
3: be in my truck that's fine
2: so, anyway, we'll get to all boys, that. We'll boys,
3: boys. We'll settle down.
2: It's a good thing we're sitting, Boy, Braden, Glenn, Jonathan, Bill. We're all kind of separated, so it's all good this morning. But, uh, it's I didn't be, know, Mean
0: You had something going
2: on. I know. We're all good. We're on uh, a rainy day this morning. Uh, it's going to be a perfect day for duck hunters. I
0: know there's a couple out there, anyway. So, <laughs> saw perfect a couple day. at the 7-Eleven this morning that but were on Bill way Bill said out. he Did saw
2: it? some on the side Fourth of the road. Street, yeah, 4th Four Street Bridge. Taking our spot. Uh, somebody listens to the show that's awesome that they're getting out there early
3: i know um my buddy doug he invited me to go with him they were headed somewhere he didn't tell me where and i didn't even ask they never do but uh he was headed east that's all i know and uh so
2: (laughs) that'll good luck with that
3: but he he got up at two o'clock this morning so he could be out there at daylight
2: that's when you got to get there for those critters man
1: two o'clock in the morning that's a three-hour drive an hour getting the boat in the water set up
2: so you hmm. can do you can do your circle radius he's, he's how far? He's down in Okeechobee. You think?
1: Yeah, right. based upon the time.
2: Or maybe he could be a Kissimmee. He <laughs> okay. be able to get now, out there. Kissimmee and get a... wouldn't take that long. No, you I
1: think see, he went to
3: Okeechobee. How big is Doug's boat? I think it's uh, 18, 16, 18, 16 something. Yeah, so no. Okay,
0: so if you see a sixteen to eighteen foot boat with looks like a silverback gorilla driving it, that's Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I am too. I
2: am very much glad you said that, not me. Uh, silverback
0: silverbacks got to stick together. Oh,
2: uh-huh, that's that, – no, okay.
3: But, yeah, he, he went out. I did tell him, though, that he should have went on up there, and I hate to throw out locations, but sitting in my tree stand, it is. Uh, they are definitely wearing out. I think they're probably wearing out the wood ducks because uh, I hear a lot of them whistling through there, but the over in Jones's Creek, and that's all I'm going to say. If- in Jones's Creek. They are wearing them out.
2: They'd be north of Tampa. Yeah, that's all you got to do. But uh, good luck out there this morning. We hope if you're headed, you're getting a little late, but sun's already starting to break. So that means those teals will be skimming across the top of the water at about Mach twelve.
3: Yeah, it would be a good hunt. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll do do well.
2: It's, it's a little but, spiddly over here in the Pinellas County side. Still a little bit of rain. Uh, how was it over in the uh, Valrico sefner area?
3: It's wet. But a, a lightning hit last night so close that it knocked uh, one of the pictures off the wall. I mean, the, the vibration from it just, picture came down. Wow. It was pretty good. It woke me up.
2: Yeah, I don't think so.
3: <laughs> actually, I was like, "Lord, do I, I need to sh- change my prayer up? Because that's what I was actually doing." I was yeah.
2: look.
3: <laughs> All right, I will. I will quit asking for that new new boat or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but, really, I'll, I'll just wait for I Christmas. I didn't mean it. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I'll so let's wait for Christmas. Well, speaking of uh, Christmas, is everybody done with their shopping? or Are we even remotely close?
3: I'm a lot closer than I was uh, yesterday yeah and the day before that but yeah i've got a i'm about 70 percent 75 percent
2: that's about where i'm at yeah, um, i haven't started what what you know, well yesterday was like the last day for guaranteed kind of delivery stuff so you're gonna be yes, uh you're done running around all over these stores you're gonna be that guy on fourth street that I'm i've behind? always
3: been that guy oh man but if you was uh out at uh southeastern tackle last weekend <laughs> where we were at there was a lot of a lot of shopping going well, on was, i seen you people just carry seen carrying armloads loads and stuff Trying to get it get it done at the last minute for that outdoors person the fisherman or did he have any lady. bubble blades when you left? Yeah, uh,
2: there were still some. There. They had a lot
3: of they had a lot of nice stuff, and uh, it was and they extended the sale into Monday. And of course, uh, I was thinking, you know, it really twisted my arm on that. I was thinking about those two ore reel and rod combos. I was thinking I need to go get two more of them.
2: The same ones <laughs> you got the last year? Yes, and,
3: okay. uh, and and let me guess,
0: that was a. Uh, don't you've had these conversations? You've probably had these conversations. You've, already, Ginger, it, don't worry about me for Christmas this year, honey. This is <laughs> I, I'm going to go get my Christmas present, so it's okay.
2: I ordered mine yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a box of ammo? No, I got a I got a new uh, pocket knife coming. So anyway, it'll. Uh, I, I didn't pay for overnight or any of that stuff, so it'll be here probably January tenth or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, after Christmas, so well, it's that, okay. That
3: way, you know. You'll be pleasantly surprised when it shows up That's you know right. that That's it'll right. be over you'll get to play with the little things that you already have and then whenever that one shows up it's like a uh, brand new week yeah post Christmas excitement
2: well I know that uh, Mark out there at southeastern those guys they did a great job last weekend there were lots of folks who came out there to get all kinds of great deals and I guarantee it even though you might have missed out on the big blowout sale last weekend you could still go in there today and find some really really good deals. And uh, I know that uh, all the stores are doing that. Uh, You get inundated on social media and everywhere else. Uh, You know, everybody's doing blowout stuff, blowout stuff, Amazon, whatever it is. Uh, But we always here on the show, we always ask you to support the local guys. You know, head over to Jonathan's place. Get over there. uh, Get what you need. We appreciate it. Get what you need over there um, when it comes to archery or crossbows or fishing bows.
1: Or alligator stuff.
2: Alligator stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we got a
1: little bit of that, too. Yeah. I turned around when I came in the other day, I went over to G5 to pick up a couple bags of corn. The feeder in the backyard was getting low and I turned around, come to find out a lot of alligator hunting equipment has disappeared since the end of the season out of there. Yeah. G- I, I G5 know. was down to one bang stick.
2: Yeah. And I actually, uh, I walked in and I, there was one left and I went, where the heck did all the bang sticks go? Well, there were like four ch- of them here, or three or four of them here uh, when I left, and now there's one.
1: When I, when I went up to the cash register, the lady said, yeah, somebody came in, was looking for a Christmas gift, and... Uh that's what they got mm-hmm. was one of those. Yeah.
3: <laughs> here's your next gator hunting trip.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to wait awesome. a year to use
3: it, but here's your gift.
1: But yeah. now it, now is the time that if you have people who, you know, it may not always be the season, but if, you, if you're if you looking to get something, GMB Gator Gear is also in Arrowhead Archery as well, mm-hmm. G5 over there.
2: Yeah, yeah, and on the web itself. Uh, I will say this, that today out at G5, the jolly old St. Nick is going to be showing up out there from 10 until 2 today. 10 and 2? Yep. 10 till 2. 10 till 2.
1: 10 until... Two. Well,
2: you could
3: use two. He'll be there for four hours. So he'll be there there. At, two, at
1: ten o'clock this morning. He'll be so there for be four hours. to stop by and see. Starting at ten,
2: <laughs> Santa will be there until two o'clock. Does
1: he have any
0: scheduled break? Well, he cut I me off because I was about to pull the hole. So he say, he's shown up at one fifty. Is that what you're trying to tell him? He might anybody? get there
2: a little early. 10 I don't to know. Two. <laughs> Santa, Santa uh, tends to be a little early, so it yeah. could be good. All
3: I can say is always on time.
2: Yeah, and uh, so he'll be there today if you uh, haven't. Uh, Got the uh, photograph uh, with the kids yet with the uh, screaming uh, child on Santa's knee. Now would be a perfect time to go do it. Out of G5 today from 10 until 2. To quote my favorite uh, Christmas movie, I know him. Yeah. (laughs) I know him. I know that guy. He actually
0: lives in front of my house.
2: Oh, he does? (laughs) He does. Part time?
0: Yes. One of of Santa's helpers lives and rents a house for me.
2: Oh, well, that's nice. Yes. Wait, Santa's helpers? Or are you saying yeah. it was a vacation? It's an Airbnb over there across the street from you, or something? It, it's you know we got it. I
3: got I got a I've <laughs> got a connection. Let me put it that way. And right. now, guess what's going to happen? There's going to be a line of parade yeah, of cars really. coming by to your house to drop it off to the helper. That People you don't even know they're
0: mm-hmm. going to be just showing up. Thank you. He works. He works for Santa. You know that's what they say about the Christmas. Oh, I'm talking about my father-in-law. He, I know, you know who you're talking about. Now you know, they're all going to
3: come. You know I'm he work. He
0: works for Santa. You know that's what the the guys you see at the malls and all, they work for Santa.
2: Oh, that'd be nice. That's good because
3: so. I'm coming by there to drop off my list to I him. Mean. There, there you go. <laughs> well, everything I, Jonathan gets, get two. One for me and <laughs> one for him.
2: Well, again, we we really urge you to uh, shop locally. I mean, uh, your local tackle shops, your local uh, sports stores, that kind of thing. I know the big box stores, they come in handy when you need something in a hurry. But, uh, you know, the little guys are the ones who really need your help the most. And I I say go and help them out. That's always a good thing to do. I don't care if it's Pinellas County, Pasco, Hernando, Sumter, wherever you are. Uh, Swinging air,
0: please, because the thing that I love the most is yes. Is it easier to get it off the internet? Yeah, it it is. Are the prices? No, not really. Most of the time, you can match prices a lot of times at the small mom and pops. But who's going to put it together for you?
2: Or when your kid goes, I can't use this thing right. Who's going to you know? Nah, can I bring my I mean, son in or daughter in and have you show them the proper well, technique or something like that? So. Uh, you know, it's always valuable to have. I mean, like with Bill George, uh, GMB Gator right here, uh, if you get something, something straightens out, something do not work, you can just call him and, yep. uh, you know, he'll uh, <clears throat> get up out of the Bill, Ju- uh, Bill George booth out there at uh, Smoking Aces and he'll be at your house in no time. Yeah. <laughs> he'll show you the proper way to replace an O-ring on your, ba- your bank stick and you'll be fine. <clears throat> you would do that for a customer, wouldn't you, Bill? I would do
1: all kinds of stuff. For or customer. you
2: just send George. Uh, George? Mm-hmm. No. You wouldn't send him? No. He doesn't have the personality? Oh, no, he's just fine. Oh, really?
1: He's busy shipping.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's your
1: little elf. He, he's, he's that guy. George is the guy who, when an order comes in at 12 o'clock at night, he may have it packed and in the mail. 1230.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good. Well, listen, uh, we actually have a gift that we're going to uh, try to give away here in a couple of days or so, so uh, or a week or two. Uh, we'll give you more information on that when we come back. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by the good folks out there at G5 Feed and Outdoors, and also over there at Brandon Ford. Welcome, welcome, to, welcome, back back. welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden and Jonathan. Hold and on a minute. We're down
0: here talking about exes. I want to get in on y'all's conversation.
2: And uh, Aaron over the other side of the room. You know, over there during the break, Bill George and Jonathan were over there going, like two old hens sitting over there. I know it. Just takes up the whole room. Glenn goes, Hey, did you see that video with that woman swimming with the whales? I go, Why? Was she, and I said one word, and it turned the whole room around. I went, Why? Was she naked? And then all of a sudden, Jonathan, What? In the middle of a heated conversation, here's word, naked, he hears one word naked and then home, turns right. around. What?
0: Okay, first okay, off, I that? run a retail store, so I already have bat radar hearing. So it's like when you pick up on certain words, you're kind of like, uh, excuse me?
2: Yeah, well. Yeah. And I'm
0: a parent. I mean... <laughs>
2: well i haven't seen it oh wait glenn's showing it to me now
0: wait a minute that's a sea world and
2: she is in a wetsuit so we're all we're all legal legal uh so it is a mother orca and uh a calf and a teenager probably her couple of years ago calf or whatever well, you know, I sw- seen that, and that picture there it looks like she's more like she's trying to get away from them <laughs> because it looks like they're hunting her. You know, no, I was just
0: about to say she does know that orcas play with their food before yes. they eat it, right? Yeah, it's
2: like dolphins. You know, they flip it up out of the water a few uh, times. They're trying mm-hmm. to
0: just tenderize it. Yeah, shake mm-hmm. it up
2: a little bit. You know, make it. No, but again, to... these
0: are orcas. So dolphins, it's like snook. Orcas, it's like dolphins. You
3: know,
2: <laughs> or humans.
3: <laughs> but uh, uh, <clears throat> this past week, apparently, up in New Zealand. Uh, over in New Zealand, this lady was swimming, and, of course, uh, this pot of orcas came up, and uh, she got out of the water
2: well, I would when, think they first,
3: so. w- when they first came up. So then uh, after she, uh, reading her story, after she stood up on the beach a little bit, then she decided that she was going to finish her swim and got back in, and, and uh, someone on the beach had a drone, and they videoed her swimming, and those uh, orcas came back up and they were checking her out. They were swimming around, and uh, they never messed with
2: her. They just swam along. Oh, her got being done. in that black wetsuit, too.
0: They were probably thinking that she might be something.
2: Yeah, uh, a seal. Let's eat know. it. I, I, I just look at it this way. I don't know how much weight I can actually lose if I was swimming, and all of a sudden I heard, I looked over there, there's orcas around me. I'd be like, Yeah.
3: Yeah, I would have drowned right there. I'd inhaled (laughs) half the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right. I'm yours. I'm done.
2: You've played Jesus
0: before, so there you go. I can
2: tell you this much. I'd have put more orca repellent into the ocean at that moment. That would have probably kept them within a large perimeter. (laughs) 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 If it would have escaped your wetsuit. Eh, Well... Got to open up a leg. <laughs> to to
3: yeah,
1: me, sure. it's – oh, no Lord. I, I see them. It may be like a cat. Oh, everybody's all purring and happy at one moment, and next thing, in you know, a whack.
2: It's trying to rip you your know? face off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah,
3: it was uh, – but that's one of those things. I, I I figured you guys would have seen it because it was uh, on Fox News as well. And uh,
2: No, but, I didn't see that one.
3: But whenever that – I seen that lady in the video, and I was thinking, holy moly, man, I would have got on – I wouldn't have got back in the water regardless, well, yeah. but – uh, at this point in time, there has been no known, uh, reported, known attack from an orca on a human.
1: Oh, that's not true. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's what uh, they just it, said on the that's news report. What, that's yeah. one of the issues we've had at SeaWorld. World. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there I guess is in the no wild, okay. Well, in the wild area. Well, you said none. Well, no. that's what it reported. Oh
2: man. What? You look at the whole world that way? Gosh, isn't Mr. C. miserable? Now, is that light really red, or is it more none of that- an off shade of, of amber? Right? Oh, and, Lord. Well, no is none, and none is not true. Mm-hmm. You're sure, right. Whatever.
3: Well, maybe you need to send this to them, Bill, and give him an update.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit uh, about uh, one of the gifts we're going to be trying to give away. Are we doing this before Christmas? or uh... We said it at the all end
3: right. of the month. I- I'll correct what the story said, Bill. It said eating. There's never been a reported incident of a killer whale orca eating a
2: human. There you go. Oh, and it didn't eat the guy at C- Sea C- <laughs> yeah. Uh We're giving away a wicked light sometime soon. I don't know when <laughs> we haven't made that decision yet, but it's the uh, headlamp version of it. Three different light beams on there. You got red, white, and green. And they come in really particularly handy. I know that Glenn is a ginormous fan of them, and Bill George has been converted, so he likes them as well. And uh, the last one we gave away was for the rifle-mounted or handheld uh, device. This one is the headlamp one, and it's a really great package because... There's no big wires hanging off your body or anything like that to get tangled in. The battery pack is on the back of it, so you just slide it up over the top of your cap or wherever you want to wear it and and, uh, go to town hands-free. And they last for a really, really long time. What's the battery life on that thing at, like, full power? Is it, like, four or five hours, something like that? Uh, that?
3: Right there it says uh, if you got it on high – Red is four hours. All of it is four hours. The Battery life is four hours on high continuous use.
2: There you go. No matter which color you want to use. And the thing about it is, is it is adjustable when it comes to the brightness level. But when you turn it off and turn it back on, it goes back to what the original setting was yes. that you had it on, so it doesn't go... Where you left it. <clears throat> yeah, so you don't have to go click, 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 and get it back yeah, down. Oh, no, so, that's
1: that'll drive you crazy.
2: Yeah. So uh, it's a Wicked Light, and it's a very nice gift item, and uh, <clears throat> I can tell you this much, it's well over uh, well over 100 bucks. Well, so,
3: it retails 169 You can look at it. Even on Amazon, it's 169
2: They And for here, it's free. So all you got
3: to do is call Erin and that, give her uh, your name and a phone number. We'll put it on right. the ticket, put it in the bucket.
0: I'm seriously thinking about calling them because, like uh, <laughs> carpet bagging tree crews and everything else, the Cody's have now moved in in Bluntstown a little heavier what's than normal. What's wrong with the Coyotes? Well, they're just cleaning up the mm-hmm. uh, whatever's what's left. Wrong with
1: them? Yeah,
0: they're never. Mind, I'm not going to say it on but, air what I really <laughs> think about them, but let's just say that uh, balance needs to be restored, and
1: I'm going to be one you, that takes that job. If you would leave all those trees down. Everything would have plenty of time to hide, and you won't have any issues. That is true. You're going to try and make it into a pasture. That's okay. No, I'm
0: not going to make it into a pasture. It's going to be a 15 acre food plot by the time I'm done. Okay. For a year or so.
2: Thinking like a cattle guy. Yeah. Uh, The experts tell you that when those things happen, the blowdowns happen, you should actually leave them for uh, the next future generation. It is amazing.
1: Out there where I hunt, there's a big oak tree that had blown down. I bet you one third or one quarter of its root ball was still in the ground and that tree is growing and healthy as can be oh, I, understand. Flat the, on the the, I
0: understand that part but when the boss man that i work for said he wants those pine trees cut and all that pine, <laughs> pine trees They're i can different. understand but the uh, <laughs> yeah. big oaks you and should things be like taking that, those and
1: putting them into pulp that's
0: what we're that's where i'm <laughs> talking about
3: okay
1: oh, well, well, you better hurry up <laughs> well <laughs> if
3: you would like an opportunity to, to try to win this Wicked Light. Like, give us a call, 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. Give Aaron your name and a phone number. We'll That's put your you ticket need. in the bucket. That's all, all you that need. It's simple.
2: Name and a phone number. And That's we just
3: it. decided whether we're going to give it away next week or the week
1: before Christmas or the week after. What do you want to do, Braden? Uh, I, wh- why are you putting that on me? Well, I, I'm, Listen,
2: I'm
3: sharing if you, Nylelle, said I'll I'll you can't
1: already can't <laughs> get it there in time, if you mail it,
2: if we send it from here to Amazon and give it to Amazon, and then they guarantee it overnight doing that somebody pays the extra 59 then you're good. <laughs> i say we just give it to them as an after-Christmas gift. Well, the good yeah. thing is, is if you're listening,
3: month. it's been very simple. All you do is call here so you're within the area and uh, could probably pick it up at certain locations, Arrowhead Archery, G5 Feeding Outdoors, or...
2: Bill's I mean, house? Yeah. Or Bill probably Bill's bring it house. to you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you're living in the northern part of the Central Florida area, well, <laughs> Bill you know, George, our
2: 888 number goes anywhere in the country. So if uh, you're listening online or something like that, Bra- you can do Brayden's Bra- got cell.
0: the. Cross the bridge, covered. We got the other side of the bridge covered. Bill's yeah. got the northern part of the territory. And look at there, the phones
3: so. are lighting up, boy, Aaron.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's good. We we want people to get. We want I to give it. this away. We don't want to keep the darn thing. We want to give it away. That's I have one. Can...
3: I, I would I wouldn't oh, mind really? having another one. Though I will tell you that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Merry Christmas.
3: <laughs> so if you call and you give you n- and you want to give it to me, not a problem. But I will say this: it's the best light. It's the best <clears throat> headlamp I've I've ever owned.
2: Yeah, and there's a lot of them out there, and I know there are some that are even more expensive than this one, but they're so big and bulky and nasty, and I don't think their batteries last yeah. as long. Yeah. So. If
3: you could just look at them online, as what? my as my buddy Doug, he's the one that actually turned me on to these, is, uh, like he said, I got a, a light, and it came with a suitcase. <laughs> it's
1: so not he, good.
3: If you get a, a light with a suitcase, he said, that tells you something. Yeah,
1: well, I turned around. I was talking to somebody who's a, a faithful listener the other night, and I said, "Have you registered for the light?" And he says, "No, I, I, I'm not. I don't do a lot of stuff out in the outdoors." And I said, There's, "You could have it in your car if you get a flat tire at night and you need Very light. You to get go. I mean,
2: it doesn't have to be. Just it's for amazing how useful
0: a good headlamp is. Yeah, yeah. and you'll find
2: you'll find a use for it. Uh, you know, for that bump in the night or." <clears throat> what's that in the backyard or if you live the in next pinellas... hurricane yeah <laughs> sorry live... about that Aaron. if you live in pinellas we'll county... do it again in a minute there <laughs> <laughs> you know it'll help you keep the uh, coyotes away you know yeah. if you live in yeah. the county so it will all be good all right we got to take a quick break you guys you can keep on calling through the break it's no big deal she can push buttons and answer at the phone at the same time 888 404 1010. 888 404 1010. If you want to register for that wicked light, we're brought to you by Brandon Ford and the great folks out there at G5 Feed and Outdoors. Go by and see Santa Claus today from 10 until 2 at G5 Feed and Outdoors. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Glenn, Jonathan, Bill, and Aaron. Hey, uh, on his way over right now, I got a little text message. Bill Burkett is coming over from Port Ganic Barbecue. He's going to come in and uh, sit down in his chair for a little while, about 8 o'clock. He's got a little event he's going to today. He's going to be over here in the hood, so he decided to swing on by. I said, come on in. Let's talk about whatever. And he said, okay. Is he so. bringing ribs? <clears throat> he, last message I got on him was, uh, I'm I'll, bring just kidding. You, I'll, I'll bring you guys something special. So I don't know what it could be. It could be a brand new rifle. It could be a, a new, uh, sparkling new, uh, Hatteras boat. I don't, I don't know. The yeah. That's pretty generous. So something
0: you know. tells me it's going to do with, uh, something covered in tinfoil.
2: <clears throat> I'm not going to say no to that and as well. I was so. about to
0: say, and I'm not, I'm
2: not going to grab it I'm not going to poo-poo that at all whatsoever, but, uh, Bill's on his way over. But speaking of Billy's during the break, as always, the big, great disruptor decided to bring up the. Uh, some of the events that happened up at the FWC meeting that he went up to go see this past week. Uh, Again,
0: another reason why we're going to have to have a start doing a camera in here. Ah, for... uh,
2: another reason we're going to have to go to a five-hour show <laughs> because uh, I said you really going to give us a half hour to talk about all this. Uh, well, it was a busy.
3: It was a busy agenda. It really was for the FWC this past week, and of course, Bill he always goes to those meetings so he can he puts in his uh, more than just two cents worth. He uh, actually has some. Uh, very good proposals and changes that he's actually got pushed through over the years for us and uh, beneficial a lot to our youth. And uh, so, you know, as much as we like to pick on Bill and beat him up about different things, uh, he is a big advocate, big voice for the big and wild and for us, so the outdoors person. For all of us. uh, Attending those meetings uh, faithfully year after year after year, a lot of miles and hours, that's for
0: sure. And I'm verbally filing
3: my first complaint because I tried to watch and I told you I couldn't see it.
0: So well, that's,
1: that could be a personal issue. But,
3: and well, of course, uh, a lot of those uh, today. topics that they discussed this week, uh, there is some good stuff that came out. And of course, there is some stuff that uh, we kind of don't agree on. And of course, I wasn't there Who's to hear we? all the. Myself. Oh, yeah. And you. Uh, come you, to the
2: Goliath group Did you part? miss
3: the first five minutes before we went on,
0: air oh, on with the deer these two. part,
2: On the deer part, I'm all right with. On the Goliath Grouper part, I'm yeah, not. The, well, then all right
3: that's with. what I was saying. Okay. But anyway, Bill, we'll turn it over to you. Which one do you want to start on first? Do you want to talk about the uh, Goliath Grouper proposals and then the shutdown and uh, drop? The, well, they just cut wait, the line before on we, that one?
2: Before we discuss it, I need everybody to hand over pocket knives.
1: <laughs> I'm yes. good.
2: Everybody give me your pocket knives.
1: I don't carry one.
2: Oh, I'm <laughs> sure you don't. Know. So anyway, what do you want to start with? Well, we,
1: we'll turn around and uh, since we through the words out there uh, Goliath grouper we'll, we'll start with that and it really wasn't any rule proposal that was was set forth today um, a while back I think it was April the Commission instructed staff to come up with how can we get data good enough to be able to make decisions
2: oh my goodness.
1: and we so, all, we,
2: every meeting we told them how they could do that but go ahead, yeah, but, I'm sorry, but, go ahead.
1: but they turned around and and Gill put up a, a really good presentation see because part of the the standard stock assessment process mm-hmm. does not work with the goliath grouper it's it just it w- the standard model will never support a peer review in order to be able to say we can harvest them again and so gill was charged to come up with another method and he is basically going to be taking and collecting dna samples of goliath groupers via fin clips and That will, they're looking to target about 400 Goliath grouper a year. And with those DNA samples, they'll be able to, in five to seven years, be able to come up with a model that will basically genetically tell them how many Goliath groupers are out there. (laughs) Five to seven years. Five to seven years.
2: So you can tell how many Goliath grouper you have just by knowing what sex they are?
1: No, no, DNA samples, they can look to see oh, you you blue 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 orange, orange. So how much inbreeding there are, how, look at the biodiversity of, of, of the Goliath. Oh, you're or, a Gandhi Goliath. You must be a Skyway Goliath. The thing is, right now, there's only a few people collecting these DNA samples. Okay. They have them out there. In a few charter captains that routinely catch Goliath, there's a few people right now. In the same
2: spot. It's the same ones over and over.
1: You mean lack of diversity? Yeah. Well, my thing is, and I I got up there and say it, you want data, you got to increase the number of collection points. And that's by increasing the number of people. Allow people to submit DNA samples, give them a GPS coordinate. Here's where this particular Goliath was caught on this particular day. Give them a way to get that data to you. And if anything, create a contest. We have a lionfish king, king of the lion, lionfish sure. king. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's have a glass well, grouper master and we see how many samples people that, can do. That
0: was the point that I was about to make when, okay, they want the data. They want oh, the no. sample. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying that they want the data and they want they, the sample and you're making a great point. But then there's also all these regulations to where you can't touch the fish. You can't do this
3: to the fish. You can't whatever and so
0: well you can't
2: well, take it out of the water how, I mean, with that,
3: that, that suggestion that you presented to him makes a lot of sense from a guy that really I've never caught a Goliath grouper so I'm just going to say that makes a lot of well, sense you have you're allowing it, the people that are out there catching them on a daily
2: you've caught a Goliath you just never got it to the boat <laughs> yeah. no
3: I didn't catch it <laughs> it, So, but, but that made so much sense. So, of course, whenever I hear something that makes sense, I'm sure somebody else has something that well, shoots that down, of course. So they probably threw that
1: right in the garbage. No, the thing, the thing with the commission and you got to realize this when you get up there to speak, a lot of people think they can have an open dialogue with the commission. But what ends up happening is you get up there after they do their presentation, you you speak. Occasionally, they may ask a few people questions, but a lot of that is a seed planted, okay? You don't know. It doesn't take up and sprout roots right then, but it does plant a seed in multiple people's minds. Can we do this? How can we expand this? I, I'm like five to seven years. That's that's not enough. That's I, I can't tell you for sure what's going on in South Florida or some other places, but I can tell you we have plenty off the Tampa Bay. In five, in five to seven else. years when
0: you can go out to every wreck, reef and everything else and there's, and there's nothing, nothing but, but Goliath yeah. Reef.
1: <laughs> well, maybe I we should start at that listen, point. But, listen, <laughs> it has been documented and proven. They don't eat other fish. They just eat crustaceans.
2: Yeah, that was the point I was going to bring up was the fact that how are you going to get any kind of uh, impact report on what they do to these reefs and what they <laughs> Never do to the, to the rocks and wrecks that they're sitting on? Uh, you know, oh, great. So we get to know that uh, – the fish are how they're breeding and how far apart they are, but we're not also assessing what they're actually taking off of those reefs and what they're eating. And when you talk to divers or talk to fishermen that tell you that when those things are on the reefs, man, it's a void. Well, whenever you
3: you talk, we had Captain Hubbard on with us a couple of times when we discussed those things. Those are the people that can provide you with the, the data, that the current data that you're really looking for to support or not support a, a a group per season and,
1: and on the and, goliath. So and they would be more than happy to do their part in order to try and do what's necessary to get a little bit of openness to this season. Yeah, I mean they're willing to do the work. We have the people that are out there. They're catching them. Clip boom. To, and our good friend teresa
3: over at jim's dive shop i mean she yeah she's one of those people that uh there's no way I, i'm not going to dive much anyway i'm i mean well, I've never, Bill, outside Bill. of snorkeling in a swimming pool i'm not getting in the skyway but she's one of those that i know that scuba dives around the skyway above ground yeah. he's
1: not in it yeah.
3: and, I, and i have to give her i mean I, that she is one fearless individual i mean to go uh diving off the skyway and and Fishing and and uh, spearing and everything, uh, pff, not me, man. No, I remember, but when that, we're... but she'll tell you how much grouper, live grouper that she sees along along the Skyways and along those wreckage. And uh, I mean, there's the data.
0: It's yeah. been several years, and he was Bill was asking me about it. We used to spearfish, and we always free dove, so we were in less than thirty feet of water. And I can tell you the places, the rock piles that we would go to. One week and two weeks later, you go there and there's a juvenile grouper there that's already wiped out everything. But I mean, (laughs) you you (laughs) said everything
1: you said, you saw a lot of them a couple years ago. And I asked you, how many have you physically laid eyes on in the last three years? And your number was what? Zero, because I I haven't been in the water now. They're extinct. You you just proved it.
2: I just I, I would like more assessment done. As I brought up at the meeting when they were here at Bill Jackson's was. How are you going to know what's in their stomachs and what they're eating unless you get, you get, allow at least yeah. some kill tags for divers out there to go and boom, power how, head one up and how, bring it up to the surface? He just to a biologist. said it perfectly.
0: Mama T, how many, you know me, spear fishermen as I do, how many horror stories have you heard of them sitting there and all of a sudden something grabbing their stringer and guess what it is? It's yeah. not a shark. It's, you know.
2: Well, the shark only holds on for a couple seconds, rips off what it wants, and then swims away. Yeah. Whereas a goliath grouper tries just, to swallow the whole thing. You're not getting yeah. this back. You're, yeah. you're, you're he's not eating, eating them like
1: grapes off Eggs. Of exactly.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, and and to sit there and say that uh, they'll they'll tell us more about it in five to six years is just yeah. Uh, that, that's that horse, to uh, me
1: is the part that that was very um, disappointing. Well, just it
2: sounds
3: that, like to me they were just really trying to elude. The, the situation at hand without really trying to put something into it i mean five to seven years of study and research mm. is really That's are always we that excuse. are we that far behind when you see the research and studies that was done in two years for the bear population to come out with hard numbers i know we're not swimming to no. count bears but the fact is is that there's too much uh, there's too many resources out there to get you the data that you need to make a educated Assessment to open up, or or just say this is why we're not going to do it, yeah. Based on the facts, I just well, don't they,
2: like the fact that they they're always. It seems to me that's a it's a delay tactic that they use a lot is. A we political need, delay. They time. did the same thing with bears. We need more info. We need more numbers. We need more numbers. We need more info. And then when they did get the more numbers and info, all of a sudden we find out we got over four thousand bears in the state but, of Florida. But they get beat I
1: up pretty coach. hard, and every once in a while they need a break, and they, they oh, just now, you Billy, getting getting soft get soft. Right the yeah. Listen, yeah. they 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 accepted that job to
3: do a job, and not to be well. I'm overwhelmed. I need a break. So we're going to push it five to seven years out for someone else to do. But with it
1: hurts it. getting the rest of the job done. Oh,
2: baloney. Ding.
3: Okay, call it. <laughs> we are Big and Wild, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. we got to take a break. 888-404-1010 for your chance to win the Wicked Light. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Right. Big and right, Wild sit Outdoors. Down. Sit your, down. Relax. It's Calm a good down. time. Good thing we don't have a camera up in here. It'd be interesting. No. We, we would have a quarter million
0: watchers. Hey, wow. since the post I put on Instagram and Facebook this morning, you know what one of the things they said they want? What's that? Is a live video feed. They don't oh, want yeah. that. Oh, yeah. There's, there's just, things
2: being thrown, guns pulled. And it's not It's not pretty in here. What? Well, we well when, really especially after Bill George goes to an FWC meeting, it usually gets pretty, uh, gets pretty heated in here. Well, I can only <laughs> say this.
3: The conversations that we get to have with Bill, uh, I can only imagine what they... Commission seat really feels like they have to control themselves because they have to be professionals sitting up there.
2: Well, at the when b- you know that here, there's times just that they literally, literally throw- want to throw something at somebody. Yeah. Well, you, 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 we, I saw that in the meeting. Human beings, you know, they like to uh, get responses and talk back and forth. And Bill will tell you that when you go to those meetings. As he said, you pretty much just present your argument and then you kind of, or your your uh, opinion, and then you have to step back. There's no back and forth, no back and forth.
3: There's no bannering. And,
2: and when people actually yeah. go, <laughs> and when people actually do start to banter, they say, we, We're we not going to talk about that right now. We, we're, this is not how we do this. We're just getting information. Thank you for so, your so, thoughts. Yeah, now please stand down. Go sit down. down. Yeah, go sit down. <laughs> but, and uh, that's the way it goes. But uh, one of the interesting ones that came away from there, I heard a couple of guys talking about this yesterday, um, was the fact that, uh, for those who are going to be shark fishing from the beach, it's gotten to be popular in the last you know three or four years uh, with the advent of YouTube and everything else like that. Uh, you know, people like to see big giant hammerheads and stuff caught offshore or caught off the beach. Uh, the commission and their infinite wisdom to protect the human beings and the human life that gets attacked viciously every five seconds while people are in the water on the beaches around fishermen. Or at least that's what I assume, because they're doing this for our safety, is that you can no longer chum from the beach. And
1: uh, uh, that's in draft rule. Draft rule proposed a new chumming rule that says if you are fishing from a beach and a beach is defined as any body of water, uh, salt or brackish that has enough sand to support sunbathing at high tide.
2: Okay. Okay. So, so not necessarily a seawall. Say what? So not, not a sea necessarily wall.
1: a seawall, but yeah. any 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 area that has at high tide enough sand to support sunbathing. Okay. Fresh or brackish. So, so if you go up Alifaya River and it's brackish, <laughs> if it's predominantly sand, that's a beach.
2: Well, so. I don't know too many people who shark fish off the Alifaya. But it's not but- just
1: shark fishing. It's any fishing. It's snook fishing, red fishing, any fishing. If if you're somebody, and, and this is what they say, is nobody who fishes from the shore is throwing out chum. Nobody throws out greenbacks to try and get the snook to go and get in a feeding frenzy they only do that when they're fishing from boats well
2: so, that's not true what well, about wade fishing if you wade were doing fishing that, same thing but if you were wading out into the water away from the beach and we're flinging uh no uh, greenbacks you you are a wade fisherman in proximity
1: to the beach and well, uh, you can't chum but i said my thing was is
0: like i said to you if you're wade fishing or even going on the beach and you're dragging a minnow bucket you're I mean yeah but you
1: they, you're basically
0: doing the same you, thing you
1: haven't you haven't let those those minnows go but if you went in there and you saw the snook starting to come along the sandbar and you wanted to throw out four or five greenies to try and get just to hold them just, yeah just just to get them get them starting to that feed you would be breaking the law and what their thing is is they said they could not find anybody who chummed like that from shore just from boat hmm. and i said
2: what you know, there's not one person in the entire state, state of Florida. They not find anybody. Yeah, not and one I'm person.
1: Like, I, I turn around and, of course, I called some people I know and, you know, from different parts of the state, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, if you go to this pier, there's people who drop their their chum blocks off. Of I've the seen several and, of the beach. You know, carts they're with within a hundred yards of the fisher, the swimmers. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's like. Really? Really?
2: They do that. Also. They, so, so they can't
1: saying- find him. But this is, this is the thing that I, I, I got up there and said, if you put that and you made that within a hundred yards or 200 yards of a beach, because if we're here to protect the swimmers, it shouldn't matter how we got to that area and chummed. It should only matter the fact that we're chumming in that area. But if you were to try and put that rule in place, you know how many people out of the Guides Association would be coming and jumping all over the FWC? A lot. They're very organized. Well, this, was,
3: this was a proposal, and as you pointed out, the fishermen that are doing this, uh, that do this, and for a living, um,
1: man, they get that would put a that would put a hurdle on them, and they would never get it through. But the average guy that drives to the beach or to the shore in their car doesn't have a boat gets out with the fishing pole and fishes, your average blue-collar guy, he's not going to show up at the commission meeting. No.
2: Because he's working.
0: You say that they don't do it. That's what I was about to say. Those carts that Mark sells at Southeastern Tackle that you can put your cooler, rod holders, and everything else, I've seen several of them with a cutout baseball bat that... They fling bait with sure. You no. put an aerator. You
2: put an aerator in there, and yeah. uh, you keep your greens. And then the, another popular thing is, is like uh, when you're on the Fort Desoto pier, there's beets right there that people are lying on. It, all your dead bait and all that stuff. You see people all the time cutting Scoot it up, it, stuff, and throwing it down out. with the tide to get those kings. You know, get those little uh, spiny mackerel a little bit closer in. So I guess that would be illegal as well. Any Pretty disbursement much. of live
1: or artificial fish attractants even if i was 500
2: gonna, feet off of the beach
1: there is no def, there is no outward bound it's just if you're originating from the beach if you walked out 500 yards on and you the could pier. walk out there yeah. you're still in violation
3: so if i was to take uh, my chum to catch some greenbacks and was pitching it out there to get them schooled up to throw my bait net on i'm breaking the law yeah really but if i was We're in boat, if i was in the boat i could throw well, it out well, oh, and while yeah. you're swimming I could throw it out right there at you. Hey, I'm going to chum right here. Well, wait a minute. It's legal.
0: Professor George. don't make any sense. Professor George, let me ask this question. So you just said, and the other thing I like in there, you said artificial. So technically, if you had the right guy, he could look at you throwing a bait on your rod and reel from the shore because that's artificial.
1: But as long as it's attached to to your rod and reel, you're you're fine. Okay.
3: And they gotta, and they got to have five when to seven you said years that, I was like, to study nope, Goliath group. Nope. <laughs> and they spend all this time talking about not to chum, how to chum, and if you are chumming from a boat next to a beach, it's legal. You standing on the beach throwing the chum out, you're breaking the law. That's so that's wasting wasting valuable tax t- dollars is. time.
2: So if I go, to, if I drag a kayak to the beach and I sit my butt <laughs> on top of the kayak and I go out
1: fifteen oh feet gosh. off the beach
2: and put out a chum block, I'm legal.
1: You are then just doing it from a vessel. And you're fine. That's the part that makes no sense. And that's <laughs> oh that's the part of me that just goes, What and I'm I'm meeting with regional directors and,
2: and don't. So get I wrong. can hook the fish while I'm in the this kayak and then paddle back to the shore and fight it from okay, shore.
0: But here's the problem. There's people that I know just like you that this weekend you will see in ankle deep water sitting in a kayak.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <which> you <laughs> can sit on the beach in the kayak. You don't even have to get oh it in my the gosh. water.
2: Well, you know oh, the oh, element man,
3: it uh, it. Well, govern, Governor DeSantis, if you're listening, you see what's happening with your cabinet, <laughs> no, take care but, of them.
1: But this is, this is a point. Oh, it's gosh. not a problem because nobody does it. Nobody chums to throw a bait net.
2: No, you're just being sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It,
1: <laughs> we're not putting not this sarcastic. rule was just to make people feel warm and fuzzy.
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know what? If you oh really want to help out uh, the people swimming off the beach, why don't you get off your butts and actually tell the truth that there are great white sharks north of the uh, Skyway Bridge.
0: <laughs> Put shark netting in where they can only go in four feet of water. There you go.
2: And you know if you and if people actually <laughs> knew what was actually swimming around them while they were out there off Clearwater Beach with a drink in their hand. <laughs> Uh, You know, nobody fishing anywhere around them. If they actually knew it was swimming about 25 feet away from them, they'd never set foot back in the water Mm -hmm. again. But how many of those people get dragged under... You know, Almost Jaws not. style. It, it, there's n- and,
1: There's like no, very, I mean, very few. Sebastian
2: attacked. Inlet. You know what? Then you know what we need to do? We need to ban surfing at Sebastian Inlet and over on the East Coast because more shark bites happen over there than anywhere else in the state. Around Cocoa Beach. Yeah, exactly. Over Sebastian, all the surfers. Surfing no more. Mm-hmm. If we're here to protect just the people, that makes no sense. You know, the other thing, what about if I had another rod? hooked maybe five or six dead mullet on it and casted it out. You could hook a chum it on the bark bottom. To it. You could hook a chum block. to it. <laughs> as long as it was on, connected to the fishing. Pole. Yeah, that's, All right, that's, get you that's a big bait surf rod. rod line. Get you oh, a this.
3: big surf rod. Throw one out with the chum, and then use just the other have a hook to in the
2: middle of it. You yeah. one great big hook. <laughs> now you know why we don't show up at commission meetings. Oh my so. god. There's,
3: there's a big cricket on your phone. <laughs>
2: All right, we gotta we gotta take a break. <laughs> Top so of the up. hour coming up. Look what you did! All right, uh, we're gonna take it. Uh, I guess Bill's probably downstairs. That's probably him going. Let me in.
3: Are you leaving?
2: Are you leaving now? You're going to go?
3: Yeah, I'll make room for Mr. Bill coming up. And <laughs> like of course, you
2: have another
1: guest at nine. And he doesn't uh, want to be here for the deer topics. Oh, okay. No, I've, I kind of <laughs> like that rule. I'm in favor of it.
2: Well, can you let Bill in on your way yes, out there? I'll let Don't Bill let the in. door hit you in the butt. All right, we're going to take a break. It's The Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feet Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay with us.